Welcome to Match Weekly. I'm Richie. I'm Peter. And today we're talking Group F, right? The three things we want to discuss. Croatia. Can uh, Luka Modric and the boys in the checkered red and white pull off another magical display? Can they reach a final? Who knows? We got Belgium. After growing past their uh, dark horse status, uh, can this group of familiar faces uh, achieve one last big run before they're too old? And Canada. Can our brothers up north pull off some magic, some lovely, lovely World Cup magic, in their second appearance in a World Cup, the first since 1986? Yeah, let's kick off. Peter, how do you feel about this group? Uh, I feel like this is going to be, spoiler alert, a fun group. <laughs> Ooh, well, F is for fun. You know what they say? Yep, that's what they say. This is the only group that I've actually ever said that about. Um, <laughs> ignore Belgium, the past episodes. <laughs> ignore every single one of them. I've never said it before. It's the World Cup. Every group is fun. Every match is fun mm-hmm. in the World Cup. Um, yes. You got Belgium, who was number one in the world for a while, recently slipped to number two. You know, getting older, you're seeing the defenders kind of phase out. The defenders definitely aren't as good as they were in the past, but the rest of the team sure is. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have, you know, Croatia, runners-up in the last World Cup. You know, they didn't have the best Euro. They made it to the knockouts. Um where it kind of all fell apart against Spain in overtime. Yeah. Uh, it, that was an exciting game, but, uh, you know, you saw that this was not the team that they once were. They were really missing Mario Mandzukic in that tournament. Um, Absolutely. Morocco, which is a young team that can show these brilliant flashes they have individually great players um and they i think are getting overlooked by a lot a lot of people and they might be able to take advantage of that and then of course you have in my opinion one of the most exciting teams of this world cup in (laughs) canada because legitimately like it's been since 1986 Canada hasn't been in a fucking World Cup since 1986, and they dominated qualification. Completely dominated it. You have these players on here that, you know, Alfonso Davies is a star for Bayern. Injured coming into the World Cup, uh, but, you know, everything I've seen is saying that he should be fine to play. You got... uh, Kyle Laren, who you and I know well from the MLS, but he's he tears <laughs> it up in, in Europe. Yeah. Tejon Buchanan moved over to Club Bruges uh, recently as well, and to my knowledge, he plays pretty regularly. And then you have, like, Jonathan David, who I believe he won the league with Lille, right? And he was one of their top scorers yeah, yeah. that season. The... Uh, We'll get into it more in a bit, but like this Canada team is very exciting. This whole group is going to be exciting. I legitimately don't... This is one of the only groups where I am not very confident in my predictions because any one of these... Any two of these four teams can get out of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I think we should just get right into where you started to 
you know, you couldn't help yourself there. You immediately started going into the players of Canada. Yeah. Uh, and I have no problem with that. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate every little gem of enthusiasm you bring to the table. Um, so, yeah, the, the names that you spouted off, I mean, Buchanan, was, he was playing in New England, New England. before, right? Yeah. yeah, and he was he was a real uh, nuisance. Yeah, he's right? one of the most Definitely. annoying players I've ever seen in like <laughs> the best way possible. Like that's what you yeah. want from somebody who plays his position. You want him yeah. to to like fucking piss you. Off. Well, you want him to piss <laughs> the, the opponent off. Exactly. <laughs> if he's on your team, you love yeah. him. If he's not, if the opposing you hate fans, him. if the opposing fans are saying, "Hey, fuck that guy," then he's doing his job right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, seeing that familiar face, I mean, Afonso Davies being played a lot differently, seeing as, uh, he's, um, at least thrown in as technically a forward and yeah, Jonathan David, as you mentioned, like Lille, um, yes, they won the league, um, with him playing with him doing very well. Um, you know, his, his name is definitely one that's been constant when it comes to transfer rumors, especially to the Premier League. Um, you know, Kyle Aaron, um, you know, becoming an NYCFC fan, seeing the draft and Orlando uh, get Kyle Aaron. And uh, we have our uh, Kyrie Shelton, right? Was that the same draft? Same draft, yep. Same draft, okay. Whew, got that one right, awesome. <laughs> I get I get nervous when it comes to me pulling out MLS stuff in front of you. It's... Uh, <laughs> It's a little intimidating. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, me as a teacher talking to other teachers. Like, oh, I don't know. You guys probably know more than me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys but... are real adults. <laughs> you guys are real, real adults, aren't you? Um, but yeah, you know, he goes to, to Turkey with Besiktas and, you know, he's having a, a pretty good time, uh, time enough to consistently be called upon for um, the national team. Um and uh, was it? I want to say the two most familiar names that uh, have, or actually three, I want to say, um, Atiba Hutchinson. I mean, yep. guy's been around forever. I had to feels, actually sure feels like to, it. Yeah, I had to scroll back because I was like, man, he's been around since before I got into this. I was like, I don't even know Holy what shit. his career was like. I've only ever known him for Canada, and that was it. Because what he was, he's playing in at Besiktas still, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's like, you know, he welcomes Kyle Aaron because he's like, I've been here forever. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle Aaron's since... at Bruges now. Oh, he's at Bruges now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. He's there with uh, Tejan. Oh, okay. So from when he's just he's just switching out roommates in all honesty. Yeah, exactly. I mean... <laughs> you look at this. Atiba Hutchinson. I don't know how accurate this is. Okay. But he's been playing since 2002 professionally. Okay. 2002, so... 2003. He's 39 years old, so it makes sense. But, like, that's yeah. a crazy 20 years. Like, I don't care what level you're playing at. Playing for professionally for 20 years is a really significant accomplishment. Like, that's impressive. No, yeah, absolutely. And to also, you know still be kicking it around at at a european club as well i mean as I a midfielder yeah as a midfielder um again not entirely sure about 
how much he's being used now. Um, but I mean, they've continued to extend his contract. I mean, 2020, he signed an extension to stay through a year. And then by the end of that, got another extension by one year. <laughs> and then another, ex- he went through three one-year extensions. Yeah, 2020, then 2021 and 2022. Wow. He's consistently proving himself to still be called upon. So it's it's nice to have that kind of reliable anchor. Um, and then... I mean, some something fun that I noticed, and again, this is just my um, where my love in the MLS goes. Besides NYCFC, it's uh, I had the the pleasure of going to um, Saputo Stadium to watch uh, a Montreal Impact game, and I see a lot of familiar faces, or not faces, but at least familiar names. Um, what is it? I see Sam Payet, Ismail. Kone, Kamal Miller, Joel Waterman, um, you know, two defenders, two midfielders holding it down for Montreal. Okay, so they got that ML. Oh, Alistair Johnson as well. That makes it fun. Yeah. That's crazy. Th- this team is full of, of a lot more Montreal players than I thought. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the part that it surprises me, and it's uh, no offense to. Um, Oh, and also the goalie, Joel Pantamas, also a yeah. player. Yeah, I'm a little shocked. And again, it's nothing against uh, Montreal, but I mean, there are only three Canadian teams for the MLS. Um, yeah. So they got to come from somewhere if it's not <laughs> Europe. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, you know, it. there is excitement. I can't help with our bias being, you know, our brothers up north. Um, but yeah, we kind of see, again, that that um, similarity of a lot of players that play in our, the home league and then you get those blips of, of European talent um, that are, you know, explosive, that are in, in the headlines. Again, not making a definitive uh mirrored comparison to the united states but you know we have you know christian pulisic in the papers whether it's good or bad you know for chelsea and then we have you know when we come to canada we have jonathan david who again is always thrown around the rumor mill yeah um so they have those blips of star talent that you're like oh it'll be great to see them all mesh together yeah i mean alfonso davies is a better comparison to pulisic right i mean he's the guy that well yeah like David's good, don't get me wrong, but Davies is a whole nother level. He's yes, you know, considered to be one of the best in the world at his position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was just going with, uh, I guess when I whenever I think about Davies, I still think of him as like the wing back and not the full on winger. But obviously with Canada uh, and I guess the squad and what they have, they're like, no, no, no. You're better. You're better suited up top. Yeah. Um, and again, I. I would probably think to do the same thing. Um, you know, me being a uh, well-seasoned uh, manager of of, uh, of men in a sport. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an exciting team. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing them. Because, again, this will be our first time watching them in a World Cup. Yeah, and it's, you know... This may be a hot take, but it's more exciting to see Canada there than Panama. 
you know, because I feel like every time Panama's in the World Cup, it's like, oh, okay, they're going to get fucking blown out three games in a row. (laughs) 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 Like, I could be wrong with that, but I'm pretty sure that's all that they ever do in World Cups. It's okay. We'll we'll find the statistics to back you up so you don't get any hate. I'll look Um, it up. I'll hate myself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you do that enough for everybody else. (laughs) 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 Um, All right. So while you look for the stats to benefit yourself, I think I think we got to. Yeah, they lost. They lost three times. They got they got scored. They scored twice and had eleven goals scored against them at the last World Cup in a group of Belgium, England, and Tunisia. So I I hear that that part of your voice that's like excited that you're not wrong. Thank fucking God. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, yeah, no, I agree. It'll, it'll be, there is that level of excitement in comparison to, you know, the, the teams that would have been um, in their position. Um, Yeah. This'll be definitely a more fun team to watch. Yeah. Um, For me, especially like, you know, again, those more familiar faces, players to, to kind of get behind, which again helps me, you know, build the story in my head. Yep. Um, <laughs> so that no, I get good. you. Really, the only bad thing is that they don't have new jerseys. Oh, they're they just playing with ones from like last year or something. Yeah, they're the only team in the World Cup that did not get new jerseys. Really? Yeah. They just said, "Hey, you know what? Let's run twenty twenty one back." All right. They're like, I guess you know we've been doing so well with it, we don't want to. We don't want to rub that stuff off. Let's not jinx it. Guys, this is just a sport, right? There's no <laughs> such thing as superstition, but we're going to keep the old jerseys just in case. It's just a goof. <laughs> you know. <laughs> They're just like sticking their tongue out the entire time. Like, <laughs> old jersey. <laughs> oh, no. Um. So, yeah. It'll be exciting to see them dust off these old jerseys and oh. uh, hopefully take them far. How have we not talked about the most important player on this Canada team? Uh-oh. Captain Sweatpants himself. Captain Sweatpants, I mean, it's you really want to go there? It's fun. <laughs> you don't see goalies wear sweatpants anymore, and he wears them every single time he can. Every chance he can get, he's in these fucking sweatpants. It's great. For those who don't know, we're talking about uh, Milan Borjan or Borjan. I don't know how to pronounce it. Eh, I but would go with Borjan. I like that one. He's been the Red Star goalie for five years now. Um, he's he's 35. He looks like he's maybe 50. Well, uh, I will say that that is probably from his uh, Croatian genes. He gives off a <laughs> Croatian villain in a James Bond movie, um, which is perfect. I mean, he's in the appropriate group for it. He's like, oh, brothers, I am home. He's, um, he's the one where you look at him and you're like, did you get into a time machine in like the fifties and come to play here because you look like who wears, you look like you should be wearing a baseball cap and sweatpants when you're playing goalie. Like you're just, you just went to play pickup and you said, actually, I think <laughs> I'll get paid for this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I hope to see him don the, the sweats. Um, you know, once you get one, one nice compliment wearing sweatpants, you're like, I could, I could pull these off all the time. You could see my what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you like that? Okay. <laughs> Just walking around a mall in my sweatpants. Hey, ladies, they're gray. He does wear gray ones. 
<laughs> hey, anybody else getting uh, getting a shirt at Hot Topic? I heard there's a deal. Right. We should move on. <laughs> yeah, we definitely should. Uh, <laughs> so now we gotta, we definitely gotta jump into Morocco here. Um, yeah. There, so there are names that pop out. Um, oh yeah, there's a couple big names that pop out. Yeah, I mean Hakimi, especially for you know, between his experience at uh, Inter and PSG. I mean the great fullback. Just uh, think about well as, this real quick, ooh, right? The guy's okay, 24 years old. 24 years old. Mm-hmm. He's played for Real Madrid, Borussia Dortmund, Inter Milan, and PSG. Yeah. 24. He's a huge name to be there. Go ahead. You oh, absolutely. Keep, keep, keep going, Richie. Keep doing that to, thing? I didn't no, need no, to no. steal the... I'm hey, sorry. All, all thunders for all of us. Um, but yeah, you have Hakimi with his, uh, his uh, resume. And again, looking at the other side... Mizrawi as well, um, 25 years old, but uh, playing for Bayern Munich right now, having uh, also played for Ajax previously. So another um, top-tier talent on the other side of the defense. Um, besides that, though, um, the only other familiar name, and uh, pardon my pronunciation, but if I take a look, Romain Sace. Close enough. Yeah, close I got enough, no right? idea on this one. I know him but, from Wolves. <laughs> yes, yes, former Wolves player now playing at. Damn, they just keep popping up. Besiktas. Besiktas uh, is all over this World Cup. Yeah, they really are. Um, you know, he's thirty-two, but um, you know, he's he's put on put on some great displays at Wolverhampton. Um, with the others in the defense, um, and. I want to say goalies as well, besides maybe Munir. Um, it's where it starts to kind of slide back in terms of familiarity when it comes right. to, the, to the defense and goalkeepers. Um, but then you jump into midfield. I'm, I mean, Sofian Amrabat, I remember from his time at Watford. Are you sure about I, that? I love my lack of confidence. Um, Never played in England. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm mixing him up with another one. With another Amrabat? <laughs> I'm confident there's another Amrabat. Yeah, no, me too. Um, I'm, I'm doing the research right now, sweating over my keyboard. But he does play at Fiorentina. Yeah. You know? uh, so Played at Hellas yeah. Verona before that. He played at Feyenoord in the past. Uh, like This isn't a guy who's played at small clubs that were just getting confused with his older brother. <laughs> But, like, on top of that, you also have Zayek, um, who, you know, for better or for worse, plays for Chelsea right now. You know, he's <laughs> he gets a lot of stick um, where he's playing. But I, th- I think that, you know, he's shown in the past that he can be a world-class player. It's just a oh, matter absolutely. of who shows up on the day. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, I still think about – I'm sure you see, saw that video that went around of – of his like crazy i don't know if it was a free kick or if it was just a a shot out like way outside the box that made it in but it was a crazy angle from the stands like they had wonderful tickets weren't far from the field but clearly like a iphone video of him just kind of cutting back 
looking, just swinging his foot at it, and just like a magical goal. I'm I'm gonna have to find it and send it to you. But then it's like, whenever I see his name, I can't help but think like this guy can pull off some crazy stuff. Yeah, you know, like really good with the dead ball. Will take a crazy chance from outside of the box. Like he's he's a he's a amazing threat to have in any side. Um, yeah, it doesn't click as much. Um, going from Ajax to Chelsea. Um, but I could still see him being uh, an incredible threat. Um, and like looking down that line of forwards. Um, I well, know, but even oh. back at Zayek real quick. Oh, sorry. He's getting into this territory of, you know, he's not that young anymore. He's 29 <laughs> years old. And he's getting into that territory of um, Asamojian that we talked about a while back where he shows up for Morocco but <laughs> he's not really as good at the club level but he, and, and um just staying on midfielders real quick uh, we're off of Ziyech now or Ziyech however Sofane Bufal is also on this team yeah yeah I was I was you ready know? to get into him yeah I mean, I mean was he played at Southampton yeah because you said forward and I know him as an attacking midfielder well, <laughs> I know, but I'm going through the list. Semantics. How they announce, I'm going through the, how they announced the squad, and it no, says I he's know, listed I as know. a forward. I'm just, I'm just giving you shit. It's Thanks. semantics at the end of the day. It is. But, yeah, Buffal, I remember him having, you know, again, uh, a great time at Southampton. I mean, he was there from 2016 to 2020, um, and he's still, you know, churning it out in uh, – the top French Angers? league playing with Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Andrews, Andrew, look at us. We're You're the one who speaks French, not me. <laughs> Barely. I don't I can't believe I still took French in college. I was like, yeah, you know, this is a good idea. This is like I didn't have a hard enough time in high school. Uh, <laughs> like I, I what was it? That's like uh that was like, you know, the class where like the, the, the teacher was like, No, 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 we're we're only speaking this language and I was like, yeah. I don't know if you've heard me speak, but this is this is going to be a uh, real issue for me. I don't know why no. I was in honors French. I shouldn't have been in honors French. <laughs> in college, you were been. in honors French. Oh no, college! No, I was talking. I was going. I was even thinking about high school. I was in remedial. <laughs> well, actually, the funny thing was, I think when I sat down for my first class of French in college, I think I sat in the wrong class first. Got up. And then eventually made it to the right class. The professor was already making people talk to each other in French. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely in the wrong class. And I was about to leave. And then she called me out and was like, no, you're in the right class. And because of the amount that I like wasn't there for, apparently there was like this thing that she mentioned, like, this is a massive part of your grade. (laughs) You have to do this every week. And it's something online. And I want to say like a month in, she contacted me to meet with her. And she's like, you haven't done any of your online stuff. And I was like, what online stuff? <laughs> she's like, this is what your grade looks like right now. I was like, oh, wow, that's a zero. And she goes, that's yeah. not a good grade. I'm like, that's... So yeah, no, French, definitely not my specialty <laughs> when it comes to pronunciation. <laughs> All right. Well, we tried. Yeah, we tried. Um, we'll go into the forwards now. Well, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, now let's do it. But I know we really want to talk about your your Bari boy. My Bari boy. Yeah, Walid Kadira. 
Italian born, right? Plays for Bari. Number one goal scorer in Serie B right now. Call shock. Shock uh call for Morocco. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's more Bari representation in the World Cup than there is Italy representation. So it looks like uh Morocco's gonna win the World Cup, guys. Sorry for the spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um But on top of that, who else do we have in the forwards? That's like Well, I mean, not only because of the name, um, Elias Chair, but um and I'm sure that's exactly how it's pronounced. It is. Uh QPR forward or midfielder really, but you know, semantics. Uh <laughs> But this guy's been around in the QPR system for a while. And the idea of a Moroccan um, at QPR just makes me think of the olden days of a lovely Adel Tarap tearing it up. And uh, I mean, honestly, again, that is kind of the the extent of what I know from these these quote unquote forwards Um, after Ziyech, Buffal. Uh, your boy Kadira, Chair, and then even in Nesri, uh with his lovely experience in Spain. Um, well, did you see Abde Ezalzuli? Used to play for, he's on loan right now at Osasuna from Barcelona. He became Barcelona's first ever Moroccan born player to play for the club. Really? In 2021, yeah. Damn, good for him. Yeah, good for him. 20 years old. So if he doesn't do anything at this World Cup, something tells me he's going to be a mainstay in this Morocco team and, you know, show up in the future. Yeah. And the one name that really sticks out for not showing up, um, am I crazy here? No Munir Al-Haddadi? I don't see it. Yeah, right? How old is he? Like late twenties. Is he hurt? He's got twenty twenty seven. Oh yeah. He is some muscular injury. Too strong. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I always think of because I think he's playing at the same club as Nesri, so I'm just thinking like, oh, you know. Maybe the Moroccan boys are linking up at club level and doing such a good job that they get called up, but I only see his name. So At Hitafe? Oh, no. He was at Sevilla, but ends up at Getafe. All right. So they mm-hmm. had to keep him separated. Okay. Oh. Look at me knowing my recovery here with the players' clubs. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, 27 years old. He'll make it back for the next World Cup. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Good luck, Morocco. I mean, you already got this one in the bag. It's just a shame uh, Munir can't uh, can't win it with you guys. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> and then we got to get into my near and dear, my lovely uh, Croatian national team. Yeah, you could take the point on this one. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I will first paint you a picture. All right. Um, eyes are closing. Give me that closed. ASMR voice. Oh, yeah. So day <laughs> uh i'm not doing that voice do it uh, so all right don't do it but like do that? a kermit vo- do a kermit voice instead a kermit voice i'm not doing a kermit voice 
Okay, then do the ASMR voice. Those are your options. I hate these options. Isn't there a third button? Yeah. Yeah? But I'm not going to. It's do the ASMR voice again. That's the third option. I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) So so we have this Croatian national team. And to paint the image, this lovely picture. Everybody um, close your eyes. It is it is 2018. Okay. It's July 15th. Oh. It, it is. It is a it, it is a young man's birthday. Richie's birthday. It is my birthday. It's Richie's and birthday, everyone. Over Happy over the past few years, uh, I've developed a connection to this national team for the fact that, you know, my my dad's uh, dad's mom, my grandma, my lovely nana, um, you know. Uh, coming from Croatia, uh, growing up having, you know, little treats and mm-hmm. dishes Candy. here and there that were Croatian. Desserts, um, candies, the like. And so, you know, <laughs> you know, building up for that um, World Cup in 2018 and seeing this uh, national team go all the way to the finals. And the final is on my birthday. On his birthday. And, and you're thinking, this, this has got to be it. This has got to there's Heaven. everything's lining up there's magic there's magic, magic in the air magic. Magic you know, the steel day was yesterday france steel celebrated Cup. yesterday croatian kids celebrate on july 15th hey, hey, oh, on my hey, birthday and great build-up music and and, and uh, my partner at the time uh, was living in the lower east side uh, <clears> was visiting the city and <laughs> I, I pack my jersey i have a croatian flag uh the apartment is small her and her friends are on the couch and i am in a foldable chair in front of them with the flag over me like a cape he was uh, and i sit there and i watch uh as it goes four two in favor of france and Great my heart is sunk richie's heart uh, I, I couldn't help but be happy for the fact that you know uh, croatia has never uh been able to get this far i mean the farthest they've ever gone was was third place and i want to say that was a it's a long time ago is it was it but was it as part of yugoslavia no 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 it was croatia on its own i want to say was croatia even part of yugoslavia yeah yeah it was cool i'm not retarded (laughs) you're not a big old dummy um no it was in 1998 the year of our lord third place that was their first time in a world cup because prior to that you know not really uh handling the division of yugoslavia well uh, mm. not them but you know other nations um so you know the the heartbreak that was 2018 but still you know getting second place having that silver bringing it home um and seeing you know luka modric being really held up and celebrated for everything that he did. I mean, watching him play at the at the national level as well as club level for Real Madrid. I mean, the guy ages like a fine wine. You know, you're like, how can he still churn out performances like this? You know, he's 37 right now, and I'm just like, how does how does he still do it? You know, yeah, I was I, gonna say. You watch him play, and then somebody says, "By the way, he's thirty-seven. You're like, "No, yeah. liar! No. no, no, not many people that age usually they don't they don't keep their hair that long, so it really fools me. I don't get it." 
but uh, I guess if you cut the hair, then you have to focus on the nose a little bit more. Um, so we, we I'm, I'm looking at the SWAD and, uh, you know, from other analysts, uh, those that have looked at this team, um, you know, um, we still have the staples of Domagoj Vida and Dion Lovren, which, um, you know, they're the, the old guard uh, when it comes to the defenders from the last World Cup. But now you're being met with, you know, younger plays, younger players in positions where um, Croatia didn't really have uh, solid players. Like, I want to say the left, well, not to discredit um, that of uh, Strinic at the left back position from the last World Cup, but now we have a guy, Borja Sosa, love the name. Um, love Sosa. Love, I mean, the bitches love Sosa. Uh, <laughs> but this guy, you know, killing it as a, you know, uh, a left wing back. Um, and then even on the right side, uh, Stanisic, um, young right back who plays for Bayern Munich. And then you have Erlich, Sutalo, and Gavardio, a guy who's been touted as, you know, definitively being shipped off. Uh, to Chelsea because uh, you know the American owner is like if you perform well and you are under the age of 21 I want you right away um, so again this defense very young but has those staples that have gone to a World Cup final um, the goalkeeper position is a little on the weaker end um, Lavakovic plays in the Croatian league but I'm pretty sure the amount of goals that he's let in versus games that he's played is uh, nothing um, worthy to mention. Um, and then you get into the midfield. I mean, if it is a 4-3-3, then you definitely have Modric, Kovacic, and Brozovic, the itches, the lovely itches uh, in midfield. I mean, those three, Everyone's phenomenal. An Everybody's an itch. For the most part, yeah. Almost everybody's an itch. Almost every player is an itch. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a few that stand out, but I, I love the fact that everything en ends with itch. Um, it's like every Australian ending a sentence with, on the Barbie. Uh, it's beautiful. Which is factual. Uh, it That's is factual. actually factual. That is something that... Uh, Unlike this, where it's it's almost all of them. It is that, every Australian. We the, want to really stress this. <laughs> <laughs> it is every Australian ends every sentence like that. Well, yeah. I mean, funny enough, in, in the in the walks that I used to take home from, from high school, Shram and I would have the most random conversations. And one of them was, how can you tell the difference between someone from Australia or someone from New Zealand? And we came to the conclusion that it's Australians finish every sentence with on the Barbie. <laughs> See? Otherwise, they're New Zealand. <laughs> they're from New Zealand. You know, Zealand. In, in adulthood... They call that anthropology. So ah. you were really just doing science on your walks home early, from school. Early anthropology, uh, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, besides those those core three in midfield, um, you have um, a little bit younger talent. Um, you know, Vlasic, Meyer, Jakic, Sucic. Again, the itches. It, and in the forward position is where things get a little nervous. Um, because as you said, you know, the way they kind of teetered out in the Euros, um, really missing Mandzukic. And uh, although um, 
you know, Kramerich kind of making a name for himself in the Bundesliga, but he's still not really proven himself at the international level. Petkovic and... Like, at at what point are we going to say, we're going to stop saying, hey, you got to prove yourself. The guy's 31 years old. (laughs) You know, like, that's something you say about a kid. And, like, he, he... 74 appearances you know yeah it's not like he's just starting off and it's like oh he's just gotta get going he's gonna you know go real far <laughs> well i have to say that because when when i think about um the croatian team that made it to the final they were so old and yeah. i mean you know they were they all you know a lot of them haven't returned because that was their last world cup so when i when we think about kramer it's like oh he has the potential to do one more maybe he could turn things around (laughs) but yeah no it's it's um especially in the forward position it's where we see them kind of lose their youth right there's youth in the defense the goalies the midfielders but the forward position especially um is a lot on the older side Lavaja, um budimir petkovic kramaric parasic orsic i want to say out of all of them I want to say the youngest one is probably Petkovic, and he's you know twenty seven or twenty eight. Um, so you would like to think that you know older players, more so in their quote unquote prime, but no one that I could confidently get behind as the go to forward. Um, although Perisic is listed there, he plays out on the wing. Same with Orsic, um, Budimir plays. In Spain, Lavaja and Petkovic both play in Croatia. Um, my thoughts are Kramaric will be the starter. Um, I just don't think he'll stick, and they're going to end up having to figure out who's going to take over. That's kind of the hard part is they're still kind of missing that Mandzukic. You know, yeah. like a, just a, I mean, ugh, love that man. I miss him so goddamn much. Um but hopefully, you know, they figure it out who can be that target guy. Um, again, there's talent all over the field, but uh, it's just lacking in the final the final point. And, you know, goals wins games. Yeah. I mean, like we said, they, they had a really poor showing at the Euro. I mean, they made it out of their group, but everyone made it out of their group at the Euro. <laughs> <laughs> like, they played that game against Spain where they started to show up and then extra time happened and then they stopped showing up and they got, you know, killed. Yeah. Like Spain yeah. really outclassed them. They, they're they struggling to adapt to life after Mandzukic and all the others who left after the last World Cup. Um, that being said, they, they do have some experienced players on there who knows what it takes to get out of the group and who knows what it takes to make a run. Um, is that going to be enough is the question. Is that going to be, um, what separates them from the rest of the teams in this group from an inexperienced Canada and from a young Morocco side? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, again, this could be that transition period for Croatia and it might just be the opportunity of others to take advantage of that. Hmm? And uh, oof, what a great way to 
end our focus on the fun group, Group F. Is, is it? Is it? Did we? Is there one team we didn't go over? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Best for last. Uh, Belgium. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Belgium. The golden generation of Belgium is kind of coming to an end with this World Cup. You know, we've uh, we saw the defenders phase out in the last World Cup, I think. Um, because you look at these defenders now, and they're definitely not this strong point as we've seen in the past. Um, you got two guys who are coming back from the last World Cup. I think it's only the two of them in the defense with uh, Alderweireld and Vertonghen. After that, it's 22, 24, 19, 27. I mean, was Dendonker, was he in the last World Cup? Um, I couldn't say confidently. Um, but yet, uh, with you focusing on the defense, I mean, to have Toby Alderweireld and Jan Vertonghen still in, uh, in the squad, and again, thinking about where their careers are right now, I think they're both playing in Belgium now. Um, I know Alderweireld is. Let me check. Yeah, Vertonghen. I want to say Vertonghen yep. too. They are. Yeah. They're both playing in Belgium. So again, you you see that that tail end of the career, and and Belgium is still. Oh, still Dendonker was guys. on there. Yeah, he was. Yep, twenty three years old. Okay, so, I mean, yeah, there's the two the two former defensive giants of the you know old Tottenham days. You know, they were an absolute threat. They were great to watch. Um, but I, I definitely don't see the same quality as we used to. Um, I know FaZe is at Leicester along with uh, Castagna. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I just think of Castanza. Castanza. More like I can't stand ya. Yeah, he's also, he's also <laughs> there with uh, Tielemans. Yeah, yeah, Tealy. Good old Tealy, the the man who uh scored an absolute banger against Everton this season. <laughs> of course that was going to happen. Um yeah, there's, you know, there's plenty of familiar names. Um you got both of the Hazard brothers. You got KDB, of course. Um, Best player in the world. Yeah, you got Marwan Fellaini so. and Personator Axel Witzel. Um, <laughs> you got my lovely boy, my lovely baby, Amadou Nana, who I hope to see have at least some sort of fun impact. I want to see him have a good, a good run in the the cup. Maybe he can yeah. tell Lukaku. Maybe it's time to come home. Uh, you have Dries Mertens, <laughs> who is like Tejan Buchanan, just a fucking nuisance. I mean, yeah, one of my favorite. Uh, players to watch celebrate i don't know if you ever saw him do that little dance where he's like just throwing his hands like this. <laughs> i'm like what the hell are you doing man but i love it uh yeah a nuisance um do we think that mitchy batchuai is going to kick a ball off the post into his face again i mean if he doesn't at least reference it or mention <laughs> it in any way i'll be disappointed <laughs> i mean <laughs> And I mean, oh, we completely, like, we just went straight to defense. Thibaut Courtois, goalie of the year in Europe, <laughs> right? 
Yeah. Like he yeah. just came off winning goalie of the year. Yeah. That's huge. He's only 30. A guy who feels like he's been around forever. 30 years old, you know. He's oh going to be yeah. fine on the back line. So as this defense is sw- switching generations going from the old guard transitioning to the new, um, at least they have that veteran presence behind them to help organize them, fo- get them focused, you know, all this other stuff. Past that, you have, like you said, Kevin De Bruyne, who I truly believe is the best player in the world at this moment. Then, you know getting it up to that Yannick Carrasco, Lukaku, Dries Mertens, you know, all these players, Trossard, who's having a hell of a season. Oh, yeah. At Brighton. I love to watch Um, that little man. It's a dynamic team that, you know, I believed was going to be in the final of the last World Cup. You know, the way that Everything shaped out, didn't really do that. They had an unfortunate meeting with France a little too early. <laughs> um, yeah. But this Belgian team, last Euro, I said it was either them or Italy that was going to win it based on how they played in the group. Italy beat them in that quarterfinal game. And I, in my mind, there was no doubt, like, that was the final. And then... I would say I don't think anybody really would be surprised if this Belgian team makes a run. Like, we talked about it earlier. Um, There's a difference. Every team, almost every team that makes the World Cup is an above-average national team. There's a select few that is truly elite. And I do believe Belgium is in that elite class. They have all the pieces... In this last chance, will they put it together and earn that star above their crest? That's all that I'm... I think anything less than that is a failure for Belgium. Yeah, and uh, I want to circle back to something you said at the start of this episode. Uh, You mentioned the the ranking of Belgium, you know, going... They were were up there. They were number one. They dropped down to two. They're, you know, they keep going back and forth in some way. Um, but having that second position, you know, you think at first going from one to two isn't that that big. But if I think about um, parental affection, that's you oh. and your siblings going from one to two. That's a big fall. That's a big fall. Yeah. If I had to think about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, you're no longer the golden child. Um but again, there's the when we think about labels, you know they've they've kind of shed the skin of a of a black horse team, you know you're seeing these names that they're like yes they can do it. Um, when you mention the veteran presence in the back, you know it's it's definitely played out well for Everton with James Tarkowski and Connor Cody. So yeah, veteran presidents pre- presence presidents veteran presidents yes President Cody veteran, veteran and President presidents. Tarkowski. Uh, the veteran presidents of Everton. Um, yeah, that's how I'm going to remember them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, having that in the back, um, a commanding voice, you would like to think it has a positive impact. Yes, their careers are uh, not what they used to be. Um, but I mean, we've seen these guys go big. Um, 
and uh yeah if if as we say it's you know the last chance for this generation you would hope that i would like to think that if you are roberto martinez uh besides having that beautiful uh video of you know kind of the the squad reveal or the the pre-world cup video i don't know if you saw that it was with them and the uh the president of or the, of belgium and they were just having like a practice match and he, <laughs> roberto martinez i guess is perusing uh through the president's office and finds a notebook and it has like a lineup <laughs> with like lines and stuff <laughs> it's like he had his own <laughs> he, he has his own like playbook <laughs> wow i need to see that <laughs> you gotta watch it it's great but like if i if i if i think that they would create uh, something as as uh cute and touching as that i'd like to think that for this team that this could be the last uh time for this group of players together i'd like to think that something could be put to play that can motivate them that can kind of push them to make an impact um before you know you know you're gone before you have you know your your end your last match what can you put out there and again looking at these names it's insane to think that you know we might not see these guys for our next world cup yeah you know i mean you think about it right de bruyne hazard um oh those are the only 30 oh and munair munair munier they're all 31 they're going to be 35 and that's when you kind of like especially at their positions are pushing it like mm, can i keep up with the rest of the guys in the midfield or on the attack or on the defense yeah. so i think you know we talked about it earlier the world cup does have some magic there and this might be enough this appearance this knowledge of hey this might be our last go might be enough to just push them over that edge to get that extra 10% and give 100 110% every game to get them to you know the final much less winning the whole thing yeah so with that oh boy you want to give it what are your predictions for this group oh man would you like me to start yeah you do it I think that Belgium's going to win the group. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I mean, we, Peter. I ju- just fucking talked about how I think that this team, <laughs> you know, should 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 at the very least, like I think that I think to them anything less than a finals appearance is a failure. Um, after them, I think Canada. I really do. I like. I know you're not. You're not. I know you're not happy about it, but this. Canadian team I think is going to get overlooked and that's going to be to their benefit and they got a lot of young hungry guys who can come through and get that um, result after that I have Morocco just kidding (laughs) (laughs) just kidding (laughs) I have Croatia (laughs) Croatia next then Morocco I mean let's be honest the bottom three in this group is a toss up it could be any of these three teams in any position um, but I do believe that's the case. I'm not going to lie, for three and four, I kind of just was like, fuck it, I don't care. I think this is going <laughs> to be the top two. After that, it doesn't really matter where these teams place, but yeah, that's that's what I think. No, that's fair. I mean, it's hard to argue um, Belgium, 
coming out on top of this group. Again, if the expectations are that high for them, you know, uh, final or bust, um, you know, looking at that talent, you can't help but think, yeah, they have to. It's there's no there's no other way to think about it. Um, my heart of hearts for the rest of it. Uh, yes, I can see you know Canada um, and Morocco, you know, leapfrogging my own uh, bias. But um, I think looking at the Croatian team... Um, Be unbiased. I am. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying my best. I think they're uh, going undefeated. Seven games. Undefeated no goals given up. I... See, the thing is, I'm thinking about um, where the talent is. And if, if I think about how a midfield combination of the Ichichich of Modric, Kovacic, Brozovic, what they can do <laughs> defensively. Um, you know, I don't think of uh, Brozovic as attacking or creative. I, I don't think the same, or I do think the same uh, for Kovacic as I do Brozovic, former inter-brethren. Um, and then Modric being that kind of uh you know, magic man, the quarterback, the playmaker, the wizard, in a sense. I mean, he just needs a beard at this point to <laughs> match the long hair on top. It would just be wild to see him just like Merlin, just hovering. Um, and my hope is, and purely just thinking about who could pick up the mantle for Mandzukic, um, Although Mandzukic was such a dominant display for them, um, you know, I could I could see there's that young talent in Croatia that I could see um, go under the radar, especially players like Lovro Meyer, who phenomenal in France. Flasic, uh, you know, depending on where he is, he could shine. I really wish he did a great job at Everton, but. You know, I'm not a manager. I, I, yeah. I don't know why they never played him. It doesn't make sense. Um, I, I I can only see them in the second position. Yeah. I could see myself being wrong entirely. Um, hearts yeah, on the line. Hearts on the line. I got to pick them second. And, yeah, I would pick Canada to edge over Morocco. Um, I feel like. There's that story of, you know, second World Cup ever. It'll be kind of a celebration that they made it this far or that they were able to get to the stage. Um, although I think they can leapfrog. Um, I think it'll be kind of a, a happiness to have made it and hoping to um, do more down the line. So I, yeah. I think it'll end Belgium, Croatia, Canada, Morocco. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, those bottom three, completely interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. You know? So let's get a third opinion. Oh, and God. My lovely wife, Kristen, is back. She's going to tell She's us with back. no knowledge. No knowledge. What, um, how this group is actually going to finish, because Richie and I don't know shit. Could you yeah, we don't know anything. So here's, here's the, here are the jerseys. Canada, <laughs> Belgium, Morocco. And Croatia. 
tough choices. So someone forgot to tell Croatia that they're supposed to be mostly red and not much white. <laughs> Embarrassing. Yeah, Nike did a really bad job with jerseys this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, I don't want to say that one kind of looks like a pizza box, but <laughs> oh, no. but one kind of looks like a pizza box. <laughs> okay, so let's start. Who's coming in fourth? Okay, who are the options? Canada, Belgium, Morocco, Croatia. Belgium, Canada, Belgium, Morocco, Croatia? Yeah. Oh. I got to put Croatia. Get fucked, Richie. <laughs> Hearts on the line. Absolutely ruined. They were the w- Kristen just said they're winning zero games. Getting uh, outscored. I d- technically, I didn't say zero <laughs> she games. Said <laughs> <laughs> she said they're getting outscored. They're going to score two goals, and they're going to get scored on 30 times, she said. Oh, good. <laughs> That's nice. I said none of this. <laughs> <laughs> Who's coming in third? Um. Canada, Belgium, Morocco. Kristen is now thinking, how can I hurt the most people? What can I say? <laughs> what can I say that will make the most people upset? Um, Canada. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. She hates our neighbors to the north. Maybe I just hate the letter C. She hates the letter C. You heard it here first, which means oh, okay. in second place has to be. There's two C's in Morocco. Oh, that's a that's good point. I mean. You're right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Morocco would have to be next. <laughs> <laughs> And then Belgium right, wins the group. Um, well, everybody knows that B is superior to C. And it, uh, that's why it comes first. Antonique's Belgium. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. is that why? It's because it's because my aunt, my aunt is Belgian. Um, ah. Yeah, we could tell her that. We could tell her that. That's what I heard. It's because she's Belgian. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Belgium historically known for not having any C's in the name. That makes Historic. sense. That makes sense. It's a it's a large part of their identity. If my God, if this was how like Stephen A. Smith and like Skip Bayless <laughs> go back and forth, it well, is the how Knicks, it goes. There is no G in the New York Knicks, <laughs> but there is one in the Memphis Grizzlies, and that is why they are losing tonight. <laughs> it's high level analysis. This is why we get paid the big bucks. Yes, big flawless bucks, big, logic. Big I think is what flawless, you guys are yeah. looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you see how do you like how Belgium has fire on their sleeves, like Guy Fieri? Yes, that's um, <laughs> obviously they're on fire, so that helps. Is there any way I could rank them higher than first? <laughs> <laughs> this this is the lit test, not a litmus test. How they're, lit they're are actually they? <laughs> they're actually going to win all the groups. I know they're not in mm. all the groups, but they they are actually going to win all of the groups. Kristen thinks they're going to win the whole World Cup. <laughs> I would really love to see her fill out a bracket. You, the World Cup's already. Yeah, we can get her to fill out a bracket <laughs> and put <laughs> it on our. We can put it on our Instagram. How many times will Belgium be mentioned? <laughs> Belgium's gonna win every group. We already heard her. She, you, she already said Belgium's gonna win every group. Yeah, 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 it's like it's like having a bracket of soups, but you only put down clam chowder. You're like, there's uh, no. Well, first off, <laughs> it's the time of year where supreme supreme. Okay. And clam chowder's gross. Let's yeah, not Kristen that. hates seafood. 
So she's wrong. Oh, don't okay. don't worry oh. about that tape. Kristen's wrong about that. No, no, no. <laughs> Just like that marriage ruined. She's <laughs> she's wrong about that. It's soup season though. So in our uh, next episode, we're going to forego the group and we're just going to talk about soup stuff. Talk about soup. Go <laughs> talk about soup. Soup off. Soup weekly. World soup. <laughs> the world soup. The world soup. That's something I want to see Alexi Lalas cover. Who won the last world soup? Honestly, super surprise. Uh, oh, super surprise. Potato leak. Oh, my goodness. Who would it be? Potato chicory in the final? It was it's a real shocker. It's a real shocker of the <laughs> final for, for everyone. Honestly, nobody Everyone expected. was expecting French onion to make it. Everybody was expecting broccoli cheddar to make it. Nope. Yeah. It was I, potato I mean, and chicory. <laughs> <laughs> People were surprised Manhattan clam chowder even made it to the cup. And, of course, they just conceded and lost everything. They made it to Thank the bowl. Thank God. They... <laughs> Oh, they made it to the bowl, right? That was it. Bowl, but no cup. No cup. No cup. Cups are for baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lobster bisque uh, wasn't in attendance. They, they. Uh, well, they, they're a uh, bisque, not a soup. They were protesting. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Do your thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I gotta just go call. <laughs> call my grandmother and just talk to her about how angry i am uh i don't like having therapists i think grandmothers are there for a reason so i'm gonna go have a chat with her all right she knows smell you later no smell you later from Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> bye um.